welcome to the Nixus podcast. What's up, guys? I'm Melanie Nix. I mean, I think I'm going to stop introducing myself. Y'all know Ames. <laughs> Today we got Rick Phoenix Manzo. Uh, what's Rick, up, guys? What's <laughs> up? I'm so glad that you're here. It's been a while. Yeah. I actually, get the meet up. <laughs> yes, definitely. Thank you for having me on your show. I've been hearing a lot of great things about you guys. So here we are. We appreciate it. Um, Rick is part of so many project guys. Uh, I'm going to let him talk about it a little bit. Uh, he's got a band. He also has a podcast and does the same thing that I do. So go ahead. Let's talk about your podcast first. Uh, well, definitely. I mean, you guys, uh, I'm, I'm so glad you guys are doing this. I mean, there's, you know, just being able to do this every day, you meet different people and, and you make, you do networking and, and everything, you exposure to all the, all the great artists that, that people need to know about. So, you know, kudos for you guys doing this. And definitely, if you guys have a chance for your audience, uh, check out my show. Uh, it's called Rockland Revolution. You can go ahead and check out all the the, the older uh, interviews. We've had all types of uh, guests of all genres, including uh, Spanish music, if you like Spanish music and stuff like that. So uh, uh, English music, rock and roll, metal, everything. Rockland Revolution is not just rock and roll. Uh, but we've also we even have some. Um, we had uh, Scarlett uh, Scarlett Deville come on recently. She's a pinup model. Uh, so Rockland Revolution, check it out on YouTube, Instagram, and on Facebook, definitely. And if you guys have a band or anything like that, and you guys want to, you know, come on the show. Hey, I I know for sure that you're supposed to come on my show uh, when when you have your 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 projects too. So I've been waiting for that for a while. It's uh, it's coming, it's coming. Here we go. I think we got a date. I think I think we got a date there, right? Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait Definitely. to talk about everything. I can't talk right now because it's not done. But I'm working on music projects awesome. with a lot of these bands that I'm meeting. Um, I mean, a lot of exciting things. There we go. Anger overdose in the house. What's up? We got What's Matt. Hey, my audio engineer. Anger overdose, Rick. So send him a message and get yourself an interview, my brother. Got it. <laughs> um, what started the podcast? Like, like, like. well, uh, the podcast, uh, you know, like it's been, you know, as a lead singer, being a front man, you know, you're used to talking to the crowd, you're used to talking, you know, and, and getting it pumped up and everything like that. Um, and I, I mean, through fr close friends of mine, family members, and everything, have always told me, "Hey, why don't you go solo? Why don't you? Why don't you even do a podcast or a radio? You have a great voice for it." And you know, sure enough, we we finally got an opportunity. Uh, I think it was last year. Um, it might have been around summer. I'm not too sure exactly the date, but uh, we went on a radio station, uh, and uh, you know, uh, Mike uh, had given me a. Um, a shot to, to, to make a little show and we did it uh, and it became a little bit bigger and, and everything. And, and we just didn't see each other in the, the same, I don't know, like basically we weren't, I had to move on from there. So basically right now I'm doing it kind of like you guys are doing it, you know, from home or, or, and, and it works out a lot better and you know, I'm my own boss. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, it's all good. Like that. It, yeah. So, so basically, that's what happened, and uh, you know, I've, I've had a lot of opportunities happen because of, of the show. I've got to meet, uh, you know, like wrestlers and all types. Of, I get invited to different shows and stuff like that, you know. And, and I go backstage. I was hanging out backstage with Rat, 
uh, Rat. I don't know if you guys remember Rat from the eighties. Yes. Um, uh, who else was there? Dangerous Toys. Um, yeah, Johnny Monaco was there. Uh, it was it was it was awesome. Um, so yeah, that's how it started. And uh, you know, we have a lot of changes that are coming. So uh, we are waiting for June to come around. So you guys get ready for that. We got a whole different type of uh, show coming. And uh, so just stay tuned for that, June. Rock it's a lot of work, eh? <laughs> yeah, it is, especially by yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's why I have my team. Luckily for me, the team came in clutch, and everybody was like, can we help you? And I was like, yes, yeah. yes, it would be greatly appreciated. I started with one interview a month. Yeah. Uh, fast forward from January to March, we're booked two to three interviews a week. Yeah. Now I'm bringing Ames as a host. She's going to be starting to host her own episodes because I have PR firms contacting me right now for more and more and more. So go. we're bringing power, more power. That's awesome. But that's the goal, right? It's to get the indie bands because I work with indie bands. Yeah, and not anybody. Any, for, well, for have really, a chance. Anybody. Yeah. Anybody have a chance that has the, the uh, let me, let me, let me, let me say that again. Anybody that is putting in the work to to actually like, you know, if you, if you need help to get exposure and you're putting in the work and I'm seeing, hey, this, these guys are trying to put themselves out there. I mean, maybe they have the talent, you know, let's put them on, on the show and let's, let's talk about it. You know, maybe you never know who's watching. So absolutely. About that. You never know who you're going to get to, to you know, to, to, to interview at one point. I mean, um, oh, yeah. I'm going from bigger and bigger and bigger people. You know what I mean? But I'll never forget what I come from. I come from the indie community. I'm an indie artist myself. So I'll never forget my people. I'll never forget Anger Overdose. Zorn is one of the first people that helped me, uh, pushed me, yeah. make sure every day that I'm, I'm okay, I'm mentally okay. Aims the same thing. Um, I don't think I could do it without them. Yeah, definitely. It's, that's I'm definitely a, glad you just said that right now. Like that was a key, one of the key words we're going to talk about a little bit. There you go. I'm going to pass you on to Ames. She's got a few questions for you. Hi. <laughs> Drinking some coffee. Hey, Rick. Um, how was your music introduced to you, and what type of influences did you have, mainly in your early years? Well, first of all, uh, where, where is your accent? Where are you from? If you I'm don't mind UK, me asking. Uh, Awesome. That is so cool. <laughs> that, that totally, I didn't, I didn't realize that. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Okay. We like uh, to shock people with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So yeah. Like, uh, can you, can you say the question one more time? Sorry. Cause I kind of have it, but I, I you, you threw me off with, <laughs> with your accent. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Just looking at your early years in music, what was your influences? What started getting you interested in music? Oh, wow. I think if, if it was the early years, because right now I'm, I'm totally into different in, uh, artists, but I think what started me off, I remember I remember having a Bon Jovi tape. Remember the album Slippery When Wet? Um, that was definitely one of my favorite albums. And it all happened because I, I, I kind of took it from my, my aunt or somebody. I don't know. They were jamming out to it, and I, I got it. And I just remember, I think, I think they stole that. <laughs> they stole it from me. Somebody <laughs> did. Uh, they took it from me. Uh, but yeah, that definitely stayed with me. Bon Jovi, uh, the 80s, 
uh, all that type of stuff was definitely early on. You know, I'm, I'm, I was around that that era, and uh, I was born in 1980. So, so yeah, definitely, uh, you know, all 80s hair bands and and uh, but now it's totally a little bit different. Uh, stuff that I'm listening to now is like uh, Bad Omens and uh, uh, I'm still listening to like Gingri Momstein and Dawkin and 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 right now it's more like uh, you know just uh, man I, I had I had this all planned out earlier <laughs> I had it in my oh yeah they asked me but yeah definitely uh, Bon Jovi for sure from from for the early years. We we flipped the tables on you, Rick. You usually yeah. ask the question. <laughs> we're we're getting you. We're getting you. <laughs> I better be nice to him though, because then I'm gonna go on his show and he's gonna be like, "Hey, back." <laughs> there could be some difficult ones in there for you, Mel. <laughs> Shoot, give me <laughs> <laughs> Give him your best accent too. Go ahead. Can you describe your creative process? How do you get everything moving? Wow. Okay. Um, I definitely have to be inspired by something that happens to me. I think um, of course. a lot of my writing that I've done in the past is definitely like from from some kind of experience. I don't I don't really like writing like songs like for other people in a way, but I'm trying to do that now just to kind of try something different, you know, kind of tell a story that, but mostly everything's come from life experiences and, uh, uh, you know, just, uh, anything, you know, music, music that, uh, inspires, you know, like from the heavy to the, to the real soft, I, I love all types of music. So I'm inspired by all types, not just, you know, just one, one genre. Like I listen to something and I think my, I think everybody in the car, like trips out because I can go from from like a heavy heavy you know metal metal song to like R and B all of a sudden and, and then all of a sudden you know Tejano uh, or something like something totally different Spanish music and and everything so yeah definitely but mostly like like everything for the creative process and and it takes a lot for me uh, when I'm recording and everything and I don't know if you want to know about that part but um, definitely. Um, you know, I, I turn on, turn down the lights, you know, and yeah. the studio and have to put some kind of picture or something um, so that I can kind of like have some kind of visual uh, so I can, you know, concentrate on as I'm, you know, projecting whatever I need to project for the song. So, yeah, that's a lot. That, that's, a, that's a good question, but it's it's <laughs> it depends on what you're doing. You know, the creative process can change. So, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. But I, you're saying that you're writing from personal experience, and that yeah. you're trying to write for other people. Um, don't try to write for other people too much, because a lot of people can connect to what you're feeling, what you're experiencing. Um, yeah. A lot of people go through the same. We don't think about it. We think we're alone in our misery, and you know. But you turn around and you look properly and carefully. A lot of people are going through the same hardships, through the same oh, yeah. feelings. And um, I mean, that's why I do music. If one person can connect to what I say, my job's done. Yeah. If I can help one person, if I can help more than one, I mean, fuck yeah. Yeah. But, you know. Well, music is universal and it's very therapeutic at, at times. So, you know, definitely helps uh, with, with any type of, uh, you know, 
any type of mental mental health problem. Maybe like, hey, you're feeling real bad that day. You're depressed. Something's going on. Maybe that song changes your your attitude just just for that five minutes at least. You know what I mean? But that's what's so great about music and, and going to concerts as well. Like it can totally like take you away from whatever you're going you know through that that day or that week or whatever, and uh, take you to to a different level in the mind and, and you know body and soul all that type of stuff you know it depends who you are what you think that music you know well speaking of mental health and music that helps people how about you tell us about that big project i think it's 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 beautiful like seriously we've talked about it before we came on um yeah uh, i respect you very much for doing what you're doing for your community thank you thank you um Yeah, it's it's called Rock Relief, and um, pretty much what we're going to be doing this year, I mean, it, it all started uh, by doing Rock Relief for the American Red Cross back in two, 2005 uh, for Rita and Katrina. Um, we ended up putting a, a, a big old show. for It was 20, 20 bands, two stages. Um, it was hard work. I pretty much did it myself. Um, And, and it was really, really hard, but it started from right there. And and even you go further back, uh, you know, I helped out the American Red Cross because they helped me at one point uh, when our our uh, apartment had burned. So they put us up for, for like hotels and everything. For, I think you remember it was like a month or something. And, uh, you know, so I, you know, when, when I got older, of course, you know, and, and I said, you know what, I, I know a lot of people Now people know me because of the music. Let's let's try this. So that's where it started. And then uh, recently, these past two years, we did it for cancer. So cancer, uh, that hit a little bit closer to home this time because it was my Uncle Ray, rest in peace. Uh, Uncle Ray, uh, he, he fought hard stage four lung cancer. And uh, I, I, I honestly, through the efforts of, of what Rock Relief did and everybody's help, Uh, you know, all the bands, everybody involved, all the media, uh, like you guys, you know, and that's what we're doing again. Um, you know, it, it helped out and it kept them. I, I'd like to think it kept them up like that. And then uh, most recent was uh, last year with my uh, my little cousin uh, who's only 12 years old. He has leukemia. So uh, he's doing good, by the way, in, in case anybody wants to know, good. thank God, like he's, he's doing great right now. From what I'm hearing, everything is, is going as planned and, and you know, we're, we're still it's hard. It's hard when a family member's sick. Um, yeah. So, I, I, I know the feeling. My mom went through lung cancer twice now. Oh, um, she beat it twice. Good. Uh, good. She's good. a strong woman. She's my inspiration. Uh, she's woman I look up to. She's the strongest bucket person on this planet. Yeah. Uh, for me, anyways, you know. Um, awesome. So it's important. So yeah. whatever what you're doing for your family, your community is, is, yeah. is yeah. helpful. Well, now we're, now we're like, a, we're going to a different, uh, a different subject, which what we were talking about right now, about music, about mental health. Um, we're going to use our platform here to to help out with, you know, uh, just giving more awareness if we could, uh, you know, if we could raise money, great, you know, for, for the cause, because I'm sure there, there's like organizations and everything that, that, that help out anybody that has mental mental health or, or, or even for suicide awareness and stuff like that. That mostly uh, recently 
something happened uh, to a coworker of of my my wife. I don't want to say too much details or anything like that, but something happened where where this is where it kind of spawned. Where hey, we need to we need to do something, you know, uh, and and you know, bringing together the community and everything to do something for a big cause like this. I'm sure there's a lot of bands that are going to be wanting to get on this. Um, and, and everybody gets affected by this at some point with mental health. I'm sure, I mean, just, just, uh, you know, depression, anxiety, you know, um, you know, people sometimes take medication for it. Um, and, and sometimes it gets worse, but we want to do like something where, Hey man, like it's okay. You know, we, we, we're going to be able to talk about it. We're going to be, you know, all, anything like that. It's better than, than anything going drastic, maybe community suicide or anything like that. So basically our community here in South Texas, which we are in South Texas, if you guys don't know that deep, deep South Texas, um, we're going to uh, get all everybody together. And I already have several bands that are already jumping on. So uh, we just have a date. It's for September uh, of this year. And it's going to be called Rock Relief 2023, and it will be for for you know mental health and, and suicide prevention. For that, I think uh, September is Suicide Awareness Month, I believe. May, May, May. May. Yeah. One of them is September, right? Is it mental health? Um, mental health is I May. Might suicide might be September. I'm not sure. So yeah. I I know mental health is May because we did our. We'll, mental- we'll get it all together, guys. Like like I said. This this uh, this idea, you know, spawned because of what happened, you know, with a coworker of my my wife, and my wife said, "Rick, you should you should actually do something for this, you know, uh, this should be the the, the cause." And uh, definitely, my wife, by the way, shout out to my wife, my my everything. She uh, helps me out big time with with you know anything related to my music and everything. So uh, we are definitely going to start working on Rock Relief 2023 for. For this, and it's going to be an amazing show. I have a feeling, and hopefully, uh, you know, we get a lot of backers on this. Uh, and uh, definitely, in whatever we can do to help you, Rick, let us know. We'll promote it. We'll awesome. whatever we can do. Let us. Know. We appreciate that, and I'm pretty sure you're going to get to see a lot of different bands on here, and I'm sure they'll hit you up to be on your show, so you can get uh, a little bit of what Deep South Texas has down here. We got some badass bands. Bring I don't it, Texas. Uh, bring it. We even had, uh, I don't know if you, you heard most recently, they're not together right now. I think they, they had split, but uh, do you remember Sons of Texas? No. No, check them out. Do you like Pantera? Yes. You, like, you will like Sons of Texas. They were getting pretty big, and I think Mark is now, uh, we're actually going to ask Mark. Mark did play at the first rock release, so we'll see who, and we were going to talk to him and see if we can get him. Mark, there you go. If you see this. You better get on here on the show. I mean, mental health is something that's very important to all of us. We did a full week on it. Uh, We're going to have more episodes. Um, We have special episodes coming out because we do the music side, but we also have those special episodes that we call. Um, We did a full week on mental health, and we went through every feeling in the book. Like when you say that you go through talking about depression, suicide, and then somebody comes on and starts talking about human trafficking, child loss. It was a rough week, but it needed to be said. Yeah, I yeah. think it shook a lot of people. Um, I took a full week almost to recover from everything that week. Um, it shook me to the core to see like 
how deep we can get into the rabbit hole of mental health. Yeah. And it's, it's bad. I, 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 I've been I've there been myself. My- I mean, I'm, I'm about to have three years sober. Um, Congratulations. On, on May 23rd of this month. So uh, I, I have been there. Like, so that's another reason why, too. I've been there. And I mean, I had to change my whole world around in order for me to, to, to start, you know, caring for myself again, you know, for, I mean, my situation is different, you know, of course, you know, everybody has their own situation, but I was in a dark place and, you know, through the help and having a good support system with my, my wife and, and, and my kids and, and my mother and everybody, I finally got out of it after so many years of, of drinking and, and abuse. It was, it was bad. Like every night I was drunk. Like it was just, it, it's, it's, when you look back on something like that, it's, it's very sad. And a lot of things happened to me personally that a lot of things that people don't know. Like I almost died in a car crash from drinking because I, I felt, uh, you know, felt the, the depression. You just, it, it was bad. So, and drinking a lot and everything didn't solve the problem. And now we fast forward to today, it's almost three years later from, from being, you know, completely sober. No, no cigarettes, no, no alcohol, not a drop, um, and definitely no drugs or anything, <laughs> anything like that. Um, but yeah, it's 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 crazy. And now I've even inspired like my dad to to after he's he's seventy nine years old and drank a lot all his life, and he quit this past year also, quit smoking, quit drinking, and I think nice. better late than never, right? So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, it hits it hits close to home uh, as, you know, mental health. And, and you know, uh, you can get through it. You can. There is help. There's there's always a way, you know. Uh, you were you were. It's good that you had a support system because I don't believe that everything we can go through, we can go through alone. Sometimes we need people to be there to help. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to Rick's wife. Um she's a big part i'm sure of your recovery yeah. Yeah. a big congratulations on three years sober um, it is me, not an easy just, to do let me just say this though anytime anybody like i think this is the major major point anytime you want to i don't know if this is just my personal opinion or what but i i really think that if you let's say you you have an addiction or anything like that and if you don't want to do it you're not going to do it. You're not going to quit. It, it takes something to happen or something. But then then if you want to do it, like I had to do it. I had to make that decision. Oh, yeah. And and I did it. You know, I don't know if it doesn't happen that easy for anybody else or, or something, you know, because I know that there's worse uh, situations. But um, I am definitely glad I did it because my life has changed so much i got married i'm back to music i am you know have my my own show you know i got great kids got a great life so you know what i mean like it, it, it was not worth uh hurting me <laughs> you know when you look at back out here i can laugh a little bit about like, wow. wake up at one point and smell the coffee and see yeah it. absolutely uh it's not easy and some people don't have that support system and please guys if you do not have that support system there is phone numbers there is places you can go to i'm here like my inbox is open 
the Nixus team is all here. So there's no reason to stay alone, just a message away. We okay. can talk about anything. We can talk about what's wrong or hell. I'll just sit down with you and we can listen just, to some music. Exactly. Exactly. We can call Rick and he'll play us a little guitar tune. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Death Pigeon? Um, but uh, thank you for opening up, Rick. I know it's not easy. I know, um, especially for you men, and I'm glad to see more and more men being able to say, you know what? I had an issue and yeah. I got help. You know, it's beautiful to see and it needs to be done because we need to normalize it. And I won't say it enough. We need to normalize men asking for help. Men crying. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it happens because, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but I'm going to tell you, uh, my addiction after that became guitars. So Much more healthy. Expensive. I know, much more healthy. I definitely, I've had probably over 250 guitars in the past uh, two years or, or so. So, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I wow. learned to fix them and everything like that. But I mean, that's a good form, good form of addiction. Yes, but a little that's expensive a, sometimes. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's a healthy form of addiction. What's What's the nicest guitar that you've owned? Like, what's your favorite? Oh my God, I've had some some really nice ones. Uh, but right now, probably I have this one right here. That's real nice. Um, it looks kind of like the Randy Rhodes from Ozzy. Uh, the Apple Pony had. I mean, I think he had a Gibson. Um, but I, I, right now, my favorite one right now, because I used to be a real Fender, like a, you know, Fender Strat. Now I'm a Les Paul guy, and I have, uh, if you like Tool, you know, you know Tool, yes. right? Adam Jones? Mm -hmm. uh, I have an Epiphone, kind of like his. It's uh, the Silver Burst, beautiful guitar uh, with some awesome uh, Seymour Duncans on it. It's, it's ready for some black metal man if you hear it, it's brutal well if so, you yeah. guys follow rick on facebook he posts all the time he i know right <laughs> with his music he plays guitar I'm, yeah. i mean there's nothing wrong with it that's what we got to do it's social media right so it's, yeah, we yeah. got to be social and we got to be active and because if not facebook thinks that we're not doing anything yeah yeah well but, uh, and also that that actually actually came also from from me going back to music and everything also was from my uncle Ray, which uh, you know during that time they had asked for some help. So I said, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and play acoustic, right? Like I'm going to, I'll play an acoustic show and we'll put together the rock relief and we'll help them out, right? Well, it <laughs> turned into more than a, a you know a show and it, it turned into you know me learning more about guitars, playing guitars. I've only had about two two and a half years on guitar and uh now i can just <laughs> go all over the place you've been playing for two and a half years yes holy sh okay guys after the interview not now stick around <laughs> after the interview go check out his page and go see what he what he's been doing like I, i'm gonna get better two and a half year, there's only one way and it's up that's what i believe in as long as you put the work in as long as you put your hours because you have to put your hours yeah, um, but I mean, he's playing guitar all the time. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and Mother's Day. Well, right before we're gonna go out for dinner, hold on a second. Let me play a riff. Like there. Oh my God, that is guitar. so funny that you said that because that's the only way we get out of the house. 
because I'll play my 15 minutes. And by the way, guys, anybody wanting to play guitar, if you want to learn, do 15 minutes a day. I promise you, like for a whole these last couple of years, I've improved tons. Just 15 minutes a day, no matter what. But uh, when we go to when we go, man, my wife's gonna kill me right now. Uh, when when we go to dinner or anything, that's what I do. I go I go in, into my my studio right here, and I I pull out the guitar, crank it up, and start playing. Because they take forever getting out of the house, and <laughs> so when I when I start playing, all you hear is, "Are you ready? Are you ready?" Is that the so trick? That's, yeah, that's the trick. I guess so. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah. That pitch and say, yeah, that small amount of time, 50 minutes, really reaps rewards, and it's true. Um, I've been trying to do that with my singing. Um, since the podcast started, I kind of pushed my singing aside, and then I was like, you know what? I shouldn't be doing that. So yeah, now right. at least every day I'll try to put half an hour, even if it's walking around the house just being very vocal and, you know, yeah. doing anything that my kids look at me like, what is she doing? Is she crazy? Like, But it also helps that Amanda is a singer also. So, What, what kind of warm-ups do you do? Do you just kind of like sing to the radio or? I mean, I don't know if she's still here. Danny Rose was somewhere here in the comments. I don't know if she's still here. Um, uh -huh. She kind of acted as my vocal coach for a while. Oh, cool. um, she went to school for it. She went to, so I have those lip rolls to do. I have these breathing exercises to do. Um, cool. And it all helped a lot. Like you said, it's 15 minutes. It's 30 minutes. And it's just, you just got to do it. Yeah. Oh, what's up, Conjure? That's what I tell my students. Try to do anything for at least 10, 15 minutes a day, even if it's not all at once. Yeah, I, I, I believe that that 15-minute thing, I, I call it the 15-minute uh, uh, improvement. Uh, it, it, anything you want to do, just do it a little bit each day, and you will definitely see results. So, And it, I'm going to start doing that also in the singing because uh, my singing, too, I haven't done that since I took over with, with – playing more guitar, I kind of focus more now on this than on the singing, but now that we're working on the new record for I Beyond Scars, which is my band, um, we are definitely, uh, you know, trying to uh, uh, use my my vocals again, and uh, I, I, I was kind of like, you know, am I going to be able to do it? And uh, so... Um, you will, but you got to work on that stuff that's boring. The, the, the breathing exercises yes. help me so much. <laughs> It helped yeah. me so much, um, and just little, little, tiny little tricks that she's always given me, like uh, the lip rolls and the the the, yeah. the tongue thrills, and there's yeah. stuff that you can do. You you look like a jackass half the time you're doing it, but it really <laughs> fucking helps. It helps. <laughs> yeah. By the time fifteen coming, fifteen minutes come around, there's a new riff for a song. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Sorry, I was getting. A, somebody was calling right now. I was like, "Okay, no, I hope I don't get thrown off." It's all good. It happens. Uh, we've talked about your music. We've talked about your guitar. We've talked about your voice. Um, we have some music for you guys, but it is with an older band. It's not with I Beyond Scars because they yeah. don't have their music yeah. yet. So I'm going to let is, you uh, introduce a little bit what we're going to listen to. Okay, uh, so right now, like, basically, my band is called I Beyond Scars, guys. If you guys want to go check it out, uh, or at least what we're po posting right now, uh, we're doing little teasers here and there 
Um, it's Ibion Scars Official on Facebook. So if you guys want to go give us a like, and uh, we'll be working on the new new record, uh, and hopefully we get, have something out at least before summer's out. Uh, but uh, right now, no, my only fan, if everybody knows, knows from the day of ashes. ashes. So, so uh, if you want, I think, uh, go ahead and put uh, hello if you want. Perfect. So we're going to take a little break, give everybody a chance to have some coffee and chill out, and we're going to listen to this song, guys.
was Hello by A Day oh, of oh. Ashes. Hello. <laughs> you know, just hearing that is crazy. I haven't heard that in a long time. And uh, to hear the, the lyrics, uh, who's there to save us now, is kind of what we're kind of talking about, which is crazy. Um, just to hear that, it, it's, it's crazy. Hello, hello. I mean, it, it, it is actual, like, it, it's not something that's going to go away. Mental health is always going to be around. Yeah. So it's a song that's going to stay forever relevant. Um, what are you doing that? Are you playing guitar? Who's doing the uh, screen? I'm, I'm singing. Scenes? Just singing. My cousin was actually the, the guitarist for that. That's there, when I didn't, didn't play guitar, really. Um, you're doing the cleans and the screams, or...? My cousin's doing the the, the 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 screams. All right. I'm I'm just doing the harmonies. If you hear me harmonize with my voice, uh, just the singing. So, yeah. Still pretty classy. Good job. Uh, yeah, that was that was already that was released in 2009, guys. So it's about time I get some new music. Can you imagine how how much better uh i think uh the music is going to be uh with more experience now and now that i play guitar and everything i, I think uh you guys are in for something this time 2009 explains the sound explains the 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 the, the, the it is very 2009 very you know the bands back there it's very i can't wait to hear uh your guitar and yeah. to hear your vocals now because 19 was 2009 you said that's like <laughs> yeah too much for me to calculate 14 years yeah. there so 14 years, 14 math, years. math is hard guys math is hard yeah 14 years you know, just normally our speaking voice change through the years so yeah. your singing voice and plus you developed it for so many years it's gonna be yeah, nice. definitely. and not to mention maybe maybe even doing a different tuning that that helps too. Um, I mean, as we get older, um, you know, and I used to smoke a lot, like smoke cigarettes, and that that's bad. Um, it, it's not like when I was like 19 years old, and I can do like you know in standard real high, and and now it's more like you know it's dropped down to a, to you know maybe drop B or something like that. The age, know? the age so, is yeah. catching up to us. Me yeah, too. it is. Younger, it, I unfortunately, I can't know. Do much. Now I'm like, well, I'm just going to bring it down lower, just, yeah, you know. And the smoking doesn't help. Did you notice yeah. a big difference, though, when you quit smoking? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, voice changes. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was already getting to the point where, you know, you're singing onto the radio, and it was crackling a little bit, and that was not good, because um, I was smoking all the time. And it was <laughs> just like, dude, like, what am I doing? If I want to get back out there, it's not going to... You know, it's not going to happen, you know? So yeah. uh, definitely more clear now. Uh, probably a little louder, too, you know, if I if I really want to. You know, I kind of I kind of joke around here in the house, start screaming, and I, I, I do some crazy stuff. I'm pretty crazy sometimes. <laughs> I, I annoy everybody here at the house. Isn't that our jobs? Yeah. <laughs> As artists and musicians, our jobs is to annoy our families. I think I've always drove my everybody crazy yeah in the car yeah in the back seat singing as loud as you can your mom's like quit no yeah <laughs> now my kid's doing it to me and i'm like quit 
Well, my mom used to do that to me. Now I now I know the feeling, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, Amy, so, what, what kind of music are you guys into now? Like, what 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 are you listening to? I want to know what you guys are listening. To. Uh, I mean, in this moment, ever yes. ever a classic for me in this moment is, and to be honest, other than that, since I started the podcast, these guys, the guys you see in the comments, Acker Overdose and Circle Throne, Image of the Seat. Yeah. Right here, image of the seat. Thank you for the merch. <laughs> um, I mean, I could go on. Death Pigeon. Um, just look at the list. Uh, it's, it's it's crazy. Those guys, I, I don't even understand how a lot of these bands are not out there. Carbon yeah. Stone, Anoxia, like all those bands, like um, Dying Oath. Yeah, Dying Oath. I had Mindy. She was my first guest ever on my podcast uh shout out to mindy and to diane oath out there uh yeah she she did my first interview and i'm so grateful for that and uh they're amazing they're amazing they are and mindy's such a beautiful soul i can't um, wait maybe one day we all do like a show together all of us i'm going to meet mindy in june uh, i'm going cool. to see one of the dying oath shows which i can't you know Awesome. <laughs> Wait to go see, but uh, yeah, it'd be nice to at one point, you know, have all these bands that have been helping each other out because the indie community right now on Facebook is hot. Uh, come on in and, you know, like every, all these guys, they're so, they're helping each other out more. I've never seen the community do that. Like that's, that's a spin this year for me to see this happening. And I, mm -hmm. I, I got caught up in it and I'm, I'm thankful for it because they make me who I am. I think, they make I think me we, have to mix this podcast. I think we 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 uh, we gain more by by you know being good to each other by helping each other out than than having like envy and and all that type of stuff. And I've seen that firsthand. Like I've seen bands hate hate us and you know that all that type of stuff when we used to tour and. Uh, it's it's not cool, you know. It's not cool because I'm not like that. Like I I like to give everybody a chance and definitely help each other out because I think that's the way you go. Absolutely, I think we're going to be stronger helping each other up than trying to step on each other's heads. Yeah. Same thing for a podcast host, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know why would we help each other? Well, because we're there for the same reason that we want to get these guys exposures. Yeah. Definitely. Like, yeah, it's fine. I, I like doing this. I like talking with people. But my main goal is to try to help people. Try to yeah, help, yeah. you know. Um, Amy. What has been your weirdest moment as a, <laughs> as, as a host? <laughs> okay. Sepsis. <laughs> I love the interview with Sepsis. But Will is a character. And okay. if you don't know how to take him, you might get insulted. I don't easily get insulted. I love the guy. Um, I think he's funny. Uh, but uh, I had a lot of people like telling me like, whoa, that was that was a weird interview for you. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. it was it was pretty normal for me. It's just he's, you know, different. Like we're sitting here having a conversation and he's here having a conversation uh, with his hands. But I mean, it's it's just who he is. He's full of energy. He's, you know, yeah. Um, I mean, that would be the weirdest moment for me because he kept screaming. <laughs> Very what, 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 
Was that one that I saw recently? Yes, we were live what last week. Last was week. he with was he with a girl? Melissa, blonde yeah. hair. But yes, yeah. it's Will. Okay, I did see that. I was like, okay, okay. Well I could see well, I didn't stay too long, but like I, I saw it and I was like, Hey, this guy's loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's also that. Yep, that's a really good point. Anger over those chicken nugget code. Anger over chicken those nugget. <laughs> Anger uh-huh. over those was my first uh, live interview. Um, I was only doing uh, pre-recorded interviews. One day I said, fuck it, you want to be my first live interview. And the chicken nugget code was born. Uh, right now we don't have it because I'm alone. That's my yeah. two-year-old. Uh, my two-year-old likes the barge in and scream. And <laughs> so when he walks in, I have to say chicken nugget, and then somebody's going to come and pick him up. Um, oh, okay, the code. Yeah, okay. <laughs> nugget. So now it's it's a, that is the code that is forever chicken nuggets. That's cool. That totally reminds me of a time. I don't even know if I should say this, but uh, <laughs> we we have I have a little story. Um, have you ever been catfished? Uh, no, but a friend of mine has pretty bad okay. too. Okay, so yeah, real quick story. Me. I don't know if I can say it. Do you want me to say it? Go ahead. Right, no whole bars. Go. It just reminded me of chicken because chicken was our code too. And uh, my friend, uh, I'm not going to say his name because <laughs> either way, he, I think he ended up still trying to hook up with the girl. Um, so we went, uh, this was back in the AOL days. Oh. You know, those days. Um, so this girl tells him to, to go meet and I'm going to go with him, right? So we go. It was the weirdest, weirdest thing. We ended up uh, going to a trailer. It was super dark, first of all. The lights were off. I don't know why we were still knocking. So he goes and knocks, and she's like, come in. You know, and like we're like, and she explained herself as some, <laughs> somebody uh, that did not. You remember that, that movie from, from Friday? She said she looked like Janet Jackson. No, she looked more like Freddie Jackson. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, it was it was something like that, and I remember telling him, "Dude, if it goes bad, my code with you is chicken." And I remember that, and I and I that that totally brought me back to that, and I, and I told him, I was like, "Dude, uh, I'm getting hungry, dude. I think I want some chicken." And he was he was like super into her still, like even though it was you had to be there. Trust me, I can't really tell you the rest because it was a little bit more uh, awkward, but uh, yeah, definitely. Code words are always good, especially. I know I know the ladies do that, right? When you guys go on dates and stuff, you're going to be like, hey, call me and say something. Or I haven't dated in so long that I don't know what's going on in the dating world. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm settled down and I'm an old bitch. I mean, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Wife and kids, we're done. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, seriously, I don't think I've been on a date. Ames, you're real quiet. I was going to say, I want to know where to start myself. <laughs> Not this day and age. I feel sorry for anyone out there trying right now. It must be like a minefield. With oh, the yeah. Definitely. I'm so happy I found uh, my wife. Like, it, it's, a, it's so crazy. Like, I never thought I was going to get married. And, uh, you know, I, I, I swear to you, the, the, the moment I remember thinking to myself, I'm just going to start dating and I don't care. Like I'm not, I'm giving up on love. 
I, I shit you not, like for real, for real. Not even like it. The, the next day, I get a poke back. When we had those pokes on Facebook. Yes. Guess <laughs> what? what? So we started poking each other back and forth. And I finally messaged her. And that's how we uh, we ended up talking. Oh, well, see, it's Straight like on. we were in school. You know, you'd punch somebody you'd like, you know. So now we're oh, yeah. oh, this little guy keeps hitting me. Oh, it's because he loves you. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Show it some different way than punching her. Come on now. <laughs> Ames, you got a question for Rick? I have. Um, I was going to ask you, who's been your inspiration, um, musician, band that you've admired? Man, there's so many right now. Like, uh, I think, man, there's so many. Like, like it depends if you're talking about like guitar-wise. Uh, vocally, vocally, there's so many. Uh, I, I love Danny Warshnop from uh, Asking Alexandra. I, I like that he can, he's very versatile. He can be super like heavy with his voice and he can still be very melodic. Um, guitar wise, man, there's so many, but I like Yngwie Momstein. I like, uh, man, there's so many. There's, there's so many genres and everything, but uh, I would just say, uh, anyone that anyone that that uh, kicks ass on their instrument, whether being single, I mean singing or or uh, uh, you know through their instruments, uh, I think that's very very inspirational to me. And, and if they're out there making some music and actually performing out there, you know, because it takes a lot just to get on that stage. You guys know that. Um, so just to get out there and show, you know, what you've been working on for probably months and months, you know, or, or whatever, years. And uh, definitely, uh, you know, um, yeah, that's that's where that comes from. It's Anger, shameless okay. promo. It's guitar player for Anger Overdose, Ambrose Uberdosis Souter. The guy is amazing. He does awesome. a lot of projects. He And he's another one that big supporter to everybody. So, we're talking metal, we're talking vocals. What do you think of Will Ramos, uh, lead singer for... Lordish, is that Lordish or? Um, uh, yeah, Lordish I'm going to have a blank. Um, he did Into into Hellfire. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know too much about him, but I know that he was also taught by... Uh, to, to the vocal coach, uh, Melissa. Melissa yes, she's amazing. I would love to meet her one day. I wish. Um, I mean, she's doing promos. Um, I think it's like ninety dollars for an hour with her, which is. Oh wow! I mean, it's not expensive to, yeah, to work her, yeah. that quality of a teacher. Um, I co-hosted a show this week with uh, Rob from uh, Concert Junkies. He actually interviewed her. Not wow. long ago, like he sat down and talked. We got to get her on our shows. We have right? to. I'm going to try. Amazing. She's on my list of I need to talk to this lady. I mean, I have her DVDs like right here around somewhere uh, yeah. because I'm training to try to scream myself awesome. and I don't want to hurt wait. myself. So yeah, I'm listening to Melissa. Melissa Cross, if you see this, if you watch this somehow, if we're lucky, we fucking love you. Yeah. Hit us up. We need to talk to you. <laughs> Watch it daily. She has different things up every day, a bit of advice and something to just give you a little inspiration there. 
she's been in the game for a long time. And when I discovered her, somebody put me onto her and they were like, you need to watch this lady. And I started watching her and then she screamed and I was like, holy shit. Like, I wasn't expecting that from her. You know, because often coaches are like, yeah, I'll teach you how to do it, but they can't really do it themselves. The girl knows what she's talking about. She can actually do it too. Um, Mindy from Dying Oath also worked with her. Wow. I mean, she is amazing. Yes, Matt, Melissa Cross. Yeah, yeah. Got another question, Ames? I have. What have we got um, coming up um, in the next few months? Have we got anything new to be looking for with you? Well, uh, for me, definitely uh, Rock Rockland Revolution, which is my show, is going to start here in June again. So every Sunday at 9 p.m. Central, you'll, you can go to our Facebook here on Rockland Revolution. And uh, definitely we're, we're doing our interviews. like uh, Not like you guys are doing it because you guys are doing it right. I need to get the stream yard now. But uh, definitely, we, we are going to uh, continue uh, with Rockland Revolution. And then I'm working on Rock Relief uh, for September of this year. Uh, we don't have a date yet or a venue, but we will have something, an update. And as soon as we got all the details and everything, I hope we'll, we're, we're invited to come back and talk about it with you guys. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. And then, of course, the new Ibeyond Scars record. And uh you know, I'm 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 super excited. I have uh, Jay Medina as my bassist. Uh, amazing. Uh, he's actually texting me right now. He sent me a song earlier. Uh, amazing artist, uh, bassist, uh, and I can't wait to have him uh, on this on this record. We were recording a, a new song called Solace uh, recently, and uh, it's coming out great. But uh, we're just doing little demos at at his house until we're ready to go to the big the big studio. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what's happening right now, uh, which is which is a lot. You know, it's a lot. Uh, but uh, definitely uh, want to be back out there touring uh, at least, uh, you know, by the end of the year and, and the beginning of next year for sure. That would be awesome. Matt says we need to get some new Rick tunes on a playlist. Yep, and on Nix's radio. Definitely. Um, we definitely absolutely need to get your music playing. Awesome, man. Um, June, you're starting up your show again, your your podcast. Yes. Uh, do you have Every, guests lined up? Yeah, I do. I don't have the list with me right now. I have the, some some already, but uh, I know for a fact I do have Logan. Um, he's he's like a guitar uh, luthier. Uh, he's actually I don't know if I should say this right now. I'll put on jinx myself, but he is a guitar luthier and uh, amazing. Uh, musician um, he teaches with uh, this big old thing that's going to happen soon so look out for Jam Fest soon um, maybe Marty can come on your show and talk about it, it's a big website where you're going to be able to learn how to do guitar stuff and, uh, it, it's crazy Like whenever he has it launched, whenever he's ready yeah. I'll, I'll, tell him, I'll tell him to hit you up um, but if yeah, Lo- Lo- Logan is actually going to build me my own personal guitar. Oh, wow. It's going to it's gonna be the Phoenix. I don't know. Man, I hope I don't jinx myself, but he is going to be doing that next couple of years. It's not going to be like a process where uh, next month or something. It actually oh. takes some time. Yes. Uh, so uh, if you, in the next, let's, let's go ahead and put that out there. In, in the next maybe about two years or so, 
if you see the next uh, Phoenix Les Paul guitar, uh, who knows? Uh, I know I know he's very close to uh, to uh, a company that that's there in in in, uh, in California. I don't know if I should say it. I just go, I'll just say Sherbro. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be. Uh, I mean, it takes time, right? It can't be like, oh, here you go. Here's a guitar. Like, yeah, he's going to actually customize it to my specs, my personal specs, anything I want on it. Um, you know, from, from the wood, the type of wood to, uh, you know, how the neck is, the, the, the yes. size, how I like everything, the pickups, um, everything is going to be customized. It will be the first Phoenix guitar. So, yeah. Uh, Amazing. Let's see, let's see if it let's see if it happens sooner. But uh, yeah, that that's I, that's as much as I can I can let go on that. So you guys just got an exclusive right here uh, on your mm-hmm. podcast right I now. I mean, this is why we have this podcast. A lot of exclusive happens during we're talking, and it's not even planned. And people are like, "Yeah, and this is gonna happen." Oops. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yay for live interviews, right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, we're getting closer towards the end of the show Um, I'd like to give you a chance to play another one of your songs and then we'll come back with a few more questions I have the Nix's question that I ask at every episode which is I'm going to tell you now that way you'll have a chance to think about it a little bit if you have a chance to sit down with little Rick young young Rick what would you tell him so there you go keep that in mind we're going to ask that at the end of the episode. It is the Nixus question. For now, we're going to take a break, a break and listen to Breathless. That's the next song you wanted me to play? Yes. Perfect. Enjoy this, this guy. Actually, this song was one of my songs. Uh, actually, a song that was done with the band had finished it. And I actually went into the studio and um, kind of just let it out so it kind of deals with mental health too um and i kind of just wrote it there in the studio and it just came out of me so wow let's let's listen what came out of rick
Singing and doing the spoken words at the same time there. Very, very nice add to it. I, I it, it really tickled my ear. Like I was like, oh, I like this. And the switch from ear to ear. I'm a big fan of that. I mean, yeah. I have really bad ADHD. So anything like that keeps me, helps me keep focused on the song. So it's really good. Okay. Well, yeah. Man, I haven't heard that song in a long time, and it just uh, just hearing the lyrics, my it, it kind of brings everything to what we've been talking about. Like, it's crazy how like I went in that studio. I remember feeling kind of down that day or whatever, and just kind of I didn't have I didn't have anything for that song, and I said, "Well, we're gonna waste money here," uh, you know. And I got there, and I just got in the booth and started hearing. I go, "Just turn it on." And then I started writing, and I said, you know what? I got a melody. Let's go. You know, and then we, we started going, and that's what came out. <laughs> Sometimes you're blessed with that, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just, I mean, some songs can take me hours to write, days and months, and other ones like um, a thousand times that I did with Crossover uh, back yeah. when uh, I was with them. Um, it took me 15 minutes to write. Yeah. I mean, sometimes the inspiration is just right there in front of you. And sometimes you look for it for months and months. Like now I'm working on my first solo song. Yeah. So it's like I feel the pressure. So now I, I, like, second-guessing everything I write, I'm I'm always like, "Mm, I'm not sure. Maybe I should switch it to that. So I I totally know what you're talking about because I'm in the same boat. But uh, if I start having trouble with it, I just put it away. I, if it's not flowing, I'm like, you know what? Maybe, maybe it's not the song, or maybe put it away for another day. You know? But if that's it why. Happen, then maybe you know that's that's just my experience. Though, so. That's why we, we work on more than I always work on more than one project at the, yeah. I, that way. I can switch around. I can. Um, yes, Matt. The melody is always the hardest thing for me too. 
uh, yeah. finding a right melody, finding... I'm blessed right now to be working with Rob Volkov. Um, he's uh, helping me produce my first single. Uh, he's doing all the music. He's doing all the producing, and he's also teaching me. Um, he's teaching me how he builds a song, how he finds the melody. Um, I mean, it's been so helpful. So I am blessed to be working with a lot of people that want to help. Yeah. You know? Awesome, man. I, I am so down for collaborating with anybody. So if anybody out there ever wants to collaborate with me, I am down for it. I just live in South Texas, but I'm sure so, now with, with, you know, like the way you guys are doing it, like. There's no, I mean. there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> crossover has a song with me in Canada, Andy and Javier were here in the States in Virginia, and we featured Nikki Harms, who lives in the UK. So with today's technology, mm -hmm. nothing's stopping you. Nothing. That's crazy. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. Anger Overdose and I are going in the club. We're working on some things together, and it's <laughs> going to be pretty cool. Anger Overdose singers in Australia. Wow. I mean, the only time that that doesn't help is when you have actual shows. Yeah. If people can't make it, if but, you know, that's another... Another story. Yeah, we can do anything now. So Rick is open to collabs. I mean, same here, Rick. Uh, I'm always yeah, yeah. there for collabs. Uh, we, can do, we can do a song. We'll, we'll try something. I got, I got a couple ideas. Anytime you need a female vocal on your track, just hit me up. I know Mindy, too. Um, Mindy yeah. both uh, yeah. said the same thing when she was on the show. She said, anybody that wants to collab. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I did do a, a collaboration by, uh, that was released about six years ago under Ivy on Scars. But it was, uh, it's kind of more of a rock, rock country ballad. Okay. And it's, it's really nice, but it's not where I was wanting uh, this to go to. So I think I'm going to separate it and kind of make it more of a solo thing and just kind of, you know, even, even though it's, it's on the IP on Scars uh, uh, official uh, Facebook. It's on there. It's called uh, No Limits, No Boundaries. And it's a beautiful song. Uh, I'll send it to you just so you can check it out at some point or whatever. But, uh, yeah, definitely down to collaborate, especially, you know, you know, for the rest of the year, man. I need to get some music out there, guys. Let's do this. <laughs> I know, right? I, I feel that. But seriously, like uh, – I don't know how engaged you are with the little indie community. Well, I say little, but they're pretty big. Yeah. Uh, but hop in. Like, check out my page. Look at the people talking on there. Uh, follow people. They'll follow you back. I mean, um, and they're great people. Cool. They're great people. There's a lot of people that want to collab, too. Yeah. Uh, it's like people are afraid to ask now, you know? It's, it's yeah. like... I'm just, just I'm just not good with technology. That's why I'm afraid to like <laughs> send the wrong file or something, you know. But other than that, I'm 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 down. I'm down to do it. Just just show me how to do it. And right. I'll That's it. Well, you know, like you don't even have to go in studio anymore because of everything. Like with COVID and everything, everybody figured out a way to do it without going out. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, if you listen to the old crossover stuff, I recorded everything on BandLab. Mm -hmm. Then I sent everything to the producer, and he 
made magic with it. So, I mean, everything is possible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of people now are producing their own songs because we learn, you know, there, the technology's out there, the, 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 everything's out there. You just have to take some time to learn. That's another thing. Got to put your hours in. I know, I know. <laughs> Your hours in. I know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to let you do a question, and then I'm going to ask him the Nixus question, and we're oh, going to yeah, yeah. be done for today. Um, how do you personally define any success as an artist? How do There's I, no bad answer here. How yeah. do I, okay, say it one more time. How do I... How would you define success as an artist? What do you find is successful in an, your thoughts as an artist? I think honestly, uh, it would be for 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 an artist to actually love what they're doing. First of all, yeah. no matter what kind of music, no matter whatever whatever you put out there, you better love it yourself. Because if you don't love it, Somebody else might not love it too, you know what I mean? But you have to at least love it yourself. I think you have to be happy with your product, uh, if it's a song or anything, and then to be able to put it out there. And then after that, the biggest reward, I think, uh, being on stage and everything and having the audience sing that song back to you is amazing, guys. I'm telling you right now from experience, I've had... I've had it sung back like uh, like those songs that you were hearing earlier. Um, there used to be even a club called Day of Ashes. Adoa, the Adoa Headbangers. Uh, we had like, and which is funny because uh, there was a it was a female female headbangers. They were all in the front. They had a, their own club. They'd come to the front of, of the and you'd see headbanging. It was crazy. So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, having somebody respond to your music, uh, and especially if they sing it back to you, I think that is a big success as as a musician. I mean, that's that's where I come from uh, as that. Uh, so, yeah, I think that would be the biggest success. It doesn't really matter if you sell, you know, I mean, of course, if you, if you sell a million copies or whatever, you know, whatever, it's a success in that book. But I think it's more uh, rewarding to have people sing your song uh, and to kind of Strong feel, moment, feel where you were, or or maybe they they you know they they know where you were because they're going through it. That would be the success. Well, like you said, like in the beginning of that, um, don't take out anything that you're not proud of, um, because I've done it. I'm guilty of it, and then people criticize. You learn. Uh, and you listen to people, and it's okay. Constructive criticism, I will yeah, always yeah. take because yeah, yeah. we grow. But it hurts when people criticize, and you know you could have done better. Yeah. But you just rushed because you just wanted it done. Yeah. Um, totally. I will never make that mistake again in my life. I am in control of what I put out because it's my voice. I want to be proud. When I listen to a song, I don't want to go. Ooh, yeah. Wow, that's me. I want to be like, you know, yeah, that's my song. So. <laughs> yeah, there's sometimes when that like uh, those recordings right now. I don't know if you saw that. I was kind of like laughing or something on some some parts. So I'm like, oh my god, I wish I could have recorded now. If I could re-record those songs now, that was like over 14 years ago. I think I would totally do that. Like 
give it more justice now, I think. But uh, unfortunately, Dave Ashley's not around anymore, and I don't think I don't think uh, a reunion would be. I don't know if it'll happen. I mean, everybody has their own life stuff. So, uh, but definitely working for IBM Scars and getting ready for Rock Relief here. And uh, I don't know. You, you want me to answer the question you you had said earlier? Yeah, I'm just going to answer Matt on that. Absolutely, Matt. We have to tell the truth. You have to be able to talk to the people you're working with and tell them honestly how you feel without them getting mad, without them pressuring you. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people, me included, crack under the pressure, and I usually just want to get it done just to get people off my back. Um, but that won't happen anymore. That's why I'm my own boss. <laughs> my boss. Um, yes, honesty is the key. And yes, Rick, it is time for you to answer. What would you, you want to repeat the question real quick just for anybody that's tuning in? Absolutely. So you have a chance to sit down with young Rick right now. Like young, I mean, 10 and before that. Would, what would you tell him? There's no bad answer. We went from everywhere to don't drink too much. Yeah. To it's all going to be okay. So there's no bad answer. Definitely. I, I think um, I would just tell myself, hey, um, everything is going to be okay. You're, you're going to come out of uh, some some problems, you know, that, that you definitely could avoid. <laughs> you could have avoided a lot, but uh, or you can avoid if I'm talking to him to, to get to redo it. Uh, and and definitely start guitar a lot earlier than uh, and uh, you know just just basically finish your finish your education correctly and and continue to to do rock and roll and uh, you know just don't don't uh, let let stupid things happen anymore <laughs> don't 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 uh, in other words you're 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 more in control of what of what your destiny is than than what you think you are you know you have those those uh um and and even now you have the the right to to choose your destiny you have the power to do this and definitely to help other people because you always will have to do that no matter what that always you know don't ever expect anything back right like you have to do that it's just it's just good nature human nature to be to to give to your community to give to to uh to your fans, to your to your family, you know. So definitely, uh, little Rick, uh, you're gonna be all right, and <laughs> uh, definitely uh, continue rock and roll always. Oh, Rick, thank you so much for being with us. I want to thank everybody that's still here with us in the comment that was here that couldn't stay. Anger overdose, death pigeon, Matt, my boys. They're always here. Every interview that can they can make it, they're always here. I appreciate awesome. you guys. Um, hit, hit me up, man, guys. Hit me up uh, for Rock Number Revolution. I'd love to have you guys on the show. Absolutely, guys. Send them a message. Make sure you get your spot for an interview. Uh, Rick's a pretty stand-up guy. He's really nice, and I promise he'll treat you nice for during the interview. If not, just let me know. Just <laughs> let me know. I'll message him, and I'll let him know. <laughs> Yes, follow them. You get pop out. You get pop out. Follow them. Everybody follow each other. Um, yeah. Amy, you got something to say before we go? Um, just thank you ever so much for coming and letting us into know all your details. Maybe you might switch some out there, Rick. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thank well, you very thank much you. today, Thank man. you for having me on here. And 
I definitely enjoy your accent. I really do. And she's like, let me let me hear her talk. <laughs> <laughs> Just something different, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, soon enough, she'll have her own podcast. Um, well, it's going to be yeah. the Nixus podcast, but she'll be hosting. Yeah, you know that that uh, wherever they say if you can have somebody, I think it's a meme or something. Yeah, somebody yeah, narrating your life. Narrating your life. There you go. She's going to be doing that. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I so have a foundation. Now you can <laughs> Rick and narrate his life. Well, here it is. Rick wakes up in the morning, grabs himself a cup of coffee. <laughs> he's not even trying to do the English his guitar again. <laughs> here we go, guitar. Okay, we'll see you guys in like 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I lied. Three hours later. <laughs> uh, well, make sure, guys, make sure if everybody that's watching here, thank you so much for having me on the show, guys. Uh, make sure to, to check out Rockland Revolution every Sunday starting in June, uh, Sunday at 9 p.m. Central time here in uh, Texas. Uh, so yeah, Rockland Revolution. Eastern for you guys on the Eastern. Side. Yeah, Eastern would be third hour. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be 10 o'clock. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, Rockman Revolution. Give it a like. Check out I Beyond Scars. I will be working on some awesome music for you guys. I promise you. I, I'm not going to let you guys down. There's going to be awesome music coming out this year. Um, you know, a lot of ideas and great lineup now. Uh, also, uh, definitely, uh, in September, we're going to be doing Rock Relief for, uh, you know, mental health and uh, suicide prevention and all that stuff. All the details will be coming soon, and hopefully we'll be back uh, to on the show here to let you guys know about all that that's happening. And, whenever and whenever you have details, Rick, let me know. We'll set up a Friday night like that where we can have a conversation. Uh, whatever you need help with, I mean, I'm happy we found strength. Yeah, we, you. we could probably bring all the bands on if you want. All the yeah. bands that are going to be on the lineup, maybe have Absolutely. everybody here. We can do a rotation. A we have a Brady I, Bunch. I think the it's Brady six. <laughs> yep, six people maximum, I think, on the oh, okay, okay. version of StreamYard, because I, I can't. Okay, no, that's cool. Me. We can do that. Even six rotate the bands, uh, but we'll talk about that for sure in private. Um, yeah. Anytime you need something, Rick, reach out. Um, hop into the Discord. I'll send you a link if you want. Hop into the Discord. We're all in there shooting shit. Uh, jump cool. into the community. Like, come on in. They don't bite unless you ask them. <laughs> if you ask them, I am not responsible for you turning into a zombie. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, guys. Thank for you for sure. having Thank you for being here. Guys, Perfect. thank you so much for listening. We are the Nixus Podcast, and we will see you guys very soon. <laughs>